Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show. It's our number, duh. And we got a lot of stuff to get to, including a whole lot of emails in the National Archive uh, from Joe Biden using a pseudonym. To cover up his corruption. That's coming up. Also, you know it's Halloween. You know it's Halloween. Yay, Halloween. Woohoo! As children across the nation ready their costumes for Halloween, the question is how old is too old for trick or treating? Yeah. In Chesapeake, Virginia, uh, until recently had a 1970s law on the book threatening any teen caught trick or treating with up to six months in jail. That's fantastic. The city changed the law after a massive backlash. <laughs> but the statute still uh, says kids under over 14 who are trick-or-treating are guilty of a misdemeanor. Uh, an ordinance in uh, Taylorville, Illinois, says it's illegal for those over 13 to trick-or-treat on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, the spooky holiday does not have an age limit, according to uh, neighbor Gail Lum, who said to uh, to Channel 20 in Taylorville, I'd be happy to give out candy to anybody who's over 13 because at least they're out trick-or-treating and not getting into trouble somewhere. I agree. Me too. Yeah. It's a wholesome activity. Parents that allow them to or even accompany them as they go, we, we get our children uh, what we put into our children. So take the time to receive the older trick-or-treaters. They're just still kids. Hey, man, I'm with you 1,000%. And by the way, the adults in charge uh, completely screwed these children during COVID. So how about that? You know, because I don't know if you remember, but I think during uh, uh, COVID, kids couldn't trick-or-treat. And they couldn't get out, and they couldn't see their friends at school, and they had to wear stupid masks for a year. So uh, you know what? Let them trick-or-treat. There you go. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. My daughter trick-or-treated last year. I got no problem with it. I mean, of all the things you could be doing. <laughs> honestly. Honestly. Just just ridiculous. Oh, oh, Jim Gossett just sent me a Halloween offering. I don't know what it is. He's so good. I just, I just, I trust him. So this is his version of uh, Vincent Price uh, in Thriller from Jim Gossett. Here it is. Darkness falls across our land. A Biden recession is close at hand. Big time. Joe's put us trillions more in debt. And you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> He's even ruined Halloween. Oh, yeah. With prices like we've never seen. Costs twice as much to trick or treat. For the gas we buy or the candy we eat. And now they plot their latest deal. With their evil new green deal. Energy prices are sure to skyrocket and empty every American pocket. The demons cheer with sheer delight, like when fake ballots appeared on election night. What? What? Because only the dead are safe, you know. The ones who voted for Creepy Joe. (laughs) (laughs) You can't say that. It's it's disinformation. (sighs) 
So the uh, the uh, National Archives has located 82,000 emails of Joe Biden using a pseudonym. National Archives, 82,000 emails uh, were sent or received during his vice presidential tenure on three private pseudonym accounts. Nothing to see here. A total that potentially dwarfs the amount that landed Hillary Clinton in hot water. Of course, the FBI made that scandal go away. Yeah, they did. They did, because, you know, that's the way they are. Uh, the foundation brought the lawsuit that is the... Uh, I believe it was, yeah, John Solomon. Oh, uh, yeah, John Solomon. Just seduced. There's the one who did the FOIA request. Anyway, uh, they're seeking access to uh, emails. Just uh, news revealed that uh, Joe Biden used three uh, pseudonym emails. Uh, you know, JBRB War Rare, middle JRB Ware, Robin Ware, uh, uh, Richard Long, I think was one of them, uh, Richard Peters, and Peter Long. Uh, also, Robert Peters. So, anyway, uh, the state. <laughs> Stata's report filed on Monday in the in the court in Atlanta was the first to provide an estimate of the size and scope of the possible government business conducted through Joe Biden's private email account. So uh, this is all about the federal government doing their level best to cover up uh, abject corruption. Uh, and there are 82,000 documents they need to weed through right here. Government officials' use of private emails for official business is discouraged under the law, allowed by Democrats like Hillary Clinton. And officials like Biden are required to preserve all government related emails conducted on their private accounts under the Federal Records Act. Hillary was able to just destroy them and then tell her staff to beat their their smart devices with ball-peen hammers and bleach bit them. So there's that. Now, now, now. Um, U.S. attorney says the probe of Ukraine-Biden ties $10 million. And the FBI hamstrung the investigation with the DOJ. It's not a big surprise. We need to get rid of the uh, FBI. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, enough is enough is enough. They've been crooked since the day they were founded. Uh, I'm not saying this about the field agents. God bless the field agents, all they do. But the FBI... The heads of the FBI have been political for a very long time. That's why the Church Commission happened in the 1970s. They wanted to reform the crooked FBI then. And what did they do? They got even worse. They got even worse targeting CRT parents, targeting Catholics who go to traditional Latin mass. Blow it up, man. Pave it over and restart. I know, I know. You shouldn't say that. I don't care. I used to have a great deal of respect for the FBI. Not anymore. I don't have respect for the IRS, I don't have respect for the CDC, don't have respect for the DHS, another agency that needs to go away because it has been abused since the day it was founded. So the uh, U.S. attorney assigned to look into the Biden family deals in Ukraine, including allegations of pocketing $10 million bribe, told House lawmakers that the Justice Department and DOJ significantly hobbled his investigations. Scott Brady, who was the U.S. attorney for the Western District of Pennsylvania, told lawmakers in a closed-door interview yesterday that the top brass of the FBI showed intense interest in his investigation of the Bidens tied to the Iranian, Ukrainian energy company. The bureau, he said, tried to slow down or halt its investigation at every turn. We know this. They affected elections with it. They did. 51 intel agents signed on to a fake letter that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation and they all knew it was a lie. And they used it in a debate to throw an election. They did. Mr. Brady said the special agents he assigned to work on the investigation were frequently stalled or blocked from pursuing the case by top officials at FBI headquarters. At one point, the team was blocked from advancing the investigation for five months. It's always been this way. 
It's always been this way. And the question that we should be asking ourselves is, what did Joe Biden get for all the money? Like from China. And here's Dick Morris uh, saying what, what he got. He's got a new book out. He was talking to, uh, he was talking to Eric Bowling last night. I think corrupt is a polite word. Yeah. Uh, when, they, when, <laughs> when you uh, take bribes from the country's enemies, uh, I would call it treason, not right. corruption. And uh, the important point which I make in this book is a long list of all of the things that Biden got, gave to China in return for the money. Like what? I list all the money and everything, yeah. and that's important. Uh-huh. But they gave him a free ride on COVID, oh, no serious true. investigation. That's true, yeah. They're letting China de- take over from the dollar as the leading currency. That's true, yeah. yeah that's They're letting China keep a monopoly of rare earth minerals and vetoing the plants in the United States that might give us some flexibility. Yeah, he killed, uh, he killed uh, the, uh, the fossil fuel industry so he could send all the money to China. They're uh, letting China distribute foreign aid all over the world is a Belt and, Belt and Road Initiative. Yep. Uh, and, and they're setting bases in Cuba. They're building islands in the South China Sea that serve as unsinkable aircraft carriers against Taiwan. And Biden is sitting back and letting all of this happen. No objection, no condemnation, no sanctions, no trade pushback, nothing, just letting it happen. Yeah. And he, to me, the important he, thing here is not so much what he, Biden took, what Biden's giving. Yeah, absolutely, and and you know why I know that's true? Because I'm not stupid. Yeah. Uh, let's go to. Uh, da, 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 da. No, never mind. Anyway, did I say? Did I say emails? It's eighty-two thousand pages of emails. I'm being told by my, my Brian, my producer. It's not eighty-two thousand emails. It's eighty-two thousand pages of emails. Well, thanks for that useful information, Brian. <laughs> yeah. We have to be. Very careful. I'm just teasing you, Brian. Uh, Joe Biden sold a house for $1.2 million in 1996. Nearly three decades later, it's worth only $1.65 million. Did he get paid more than it was worth by a donor? I don't know. Do people pay for Hunter Biden paintings even though they're worthless? <laughs> I mean, right? Right? <clears throat> Joe Biden sold a house to a supporter... For one point two million in nineteen ninety six was only worth about seven hundred thousand back then. Current valuation raised questions over he got whether he got a, an inflated price for the property three decades ago. It was purchased by an executive for a credit card company in that same year. Also hired the Biden son Hunter and paid him for years. <laughs> this is so stupid. I mean, honestly, what do I, really? What do you need? Do you need the gun in the hand with the gun still in the guy's mouth and Joe Biden holding on to the gun as he falls to, to die after Joe Biden kills him? Do we need that? No, because the media would still, they would deny that. According to a property uh, website, Redfin, it's, it's currently worth 1.6. Zillow had it at 2 million. Redfin and Zillow have an average error rate and evaluation about 7%, whatever. Anyway, if the house was worth 1.2 million in 1996, it should be worth 3 million now. It should be. But, uh, the house would have been worth, in 1996, about 700K, and for some reason, Joe Biden's buyer paid a whole lot more for it. Yeah, yeah. He sold it for $1.2 million to the vice chairman of the credit card company MBNA, at the time the largest employer in Delaware. <clears throat> 
In the same time, MBNA contributors, uh, employees contributed $62,000 to Biden for a Senate reelection, and the House buyer donated 2000 Also that year, Biden's son Hunter was hired by MBNA and went on to become a senior vice president. <laughs> During those years, Joe Biden backed new bankruptcy legislation in Congress that would benefit credit card companies, even though it was opposed, uh, it was opposed by a majority of Democrats, including Barack Obama. At the time of the controversial House sale in 1996, a pollster for Biden's Republican opponent in the Senate re-election race suggested that the price paid for the House had been too high. Well, of course it was. And and uh, Hunter Biden's uh, paintings are not worth five hundred thousand dollars either. There is uh, there is that. It's just it's just uh, it, it would be it would be really upsetting if it weren't so ridiculous. But it is upsetting because um, a lot of people go to jail for what Joe Biden has done over the years. And uh, you know we have a privileged class in Washington D.C. in Washington D.C. Before I launch into the, uh, the next subject, <clears throat> I want to uh, mention something last night. I had mentioned earlier, you know, Matthew Perry uh, passing away. And, and I, I feel like I need to tell you this. Yes, it's another TV show. I get it. But the, the show Friends was a very big deal um, to a lot of people in Generation X, which is my generation. Um, and, uh, and Chandler Bing was a, a really, really amazing character. And Matthew Perry uh, was, uh, was amazing in that role. Uh, it was iconic for me uh, as a performer. Uh, his timing, his, uh, he, the way he phrased things, it was, it was very different than, than a lot of the sitcoms we'd seen previously. Uh, the show's a big deal to me because even my daughter, who's, you know, uh, 40 years younger than me, we watch Friends every, you know, every night for months. We've, we binge watch Friends over the years. And, and it, so it, it, it impacted not only Gen X, but also millennials and, uh, and, and Gen Z as well. Jesse Waters opened the show last night with Friends. Listen to this. The best thing about me, bar none. This is Matthew Perry just about a year ago. Is if somebody comes up to me and says, I can't stop drinking, can you help me? I can say yes and follow up and do it. That's the best thing. And I've said this for a long time. When I die, I don't want friends to be the first thing that's mentioned. I want that to be the first thing that's mentioned. And I'm going to live the rest of my life proving that. The actor had been to rehab 15 times had 14 surgeries, had spent $9 million trying to get sober. But Matthew Perry, like millions of Americans, abusing drugs to fix their past and search for meaning. Over 100,000 Americans die from drug overdoses each year, and the numbers keep going up. Our society's broken. We've lost our faith. We've lost our family, and now we're losing our friends. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. It's time to make common sense common again. It's the Rob Carson Show. I've been working with uh, Newsmax for uh, about three and a half years now. I was given uh, an enormous opportunity by a gentleman named Chris Ruddy who found me working at a car dealership. And I was hoping that, you know, I'd be able to turn my life around and get a chance to do what I'd always dreamed of doing. And that is syndicated radio show, television show. 
and always wanted to be a TV host like Johnny Carson. That's why I use the name Carson on the radio. And Chris Ruddy saw me doing this podcast, and he's like, holy crap, Rob, where have you been? And I said, well, I've been in an abusive relationship with radio. And he added a show uh, with my name on it. I had a podcast that was called What in the World is Going On with Rob Carson. And he said, now nah, let's name it Rob Carson's What in the World because it's your show. And since then, uh, I've been invited to dinner at Mar-a-Lago. Got to meet uh, President Trump, who's a big fan of the show. A lot of people are big fans of the show, and it's a blessing. And I'll tell you, as I've worked with Newsmax, I've watched them grow and become this incredible network with great people like uh, Rob Schmidt, Greg Kelly, Eric Bolin, uh, Greta Von Susteren, and others. <clears throat> it's remarkable. Uh, Newsmax Plus is here now. Listen to this. Millions watch Newsmax for the best shows on cable news. Now they're expanding with Newsmax Plus. It includes the great hosts like Greta Monsuster and Rob Schmidt, Greg Kelly, Eric Bowling. They're all on Newsmax Plus. Uh, and others. No one covers President Trump like Newsmax. Newsmax Plus is fighting for you. So take a test drive with Newsmax Plus, okay? Just go online, okay, your web browser, NewsmaxPlus.com. That's uh, NewsmaxPlus.com. Sign up for a free trial. Takes you just a few minutes. Go to NewsmaxPlus.com. Get a special code. You can watch Newsmax Plus on our free app on your smartphone or on your home TV set. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. You should do it. Do it today. NewsmaxPlus.com. And the biggest thing about Newsmax? is uh, what it provides, trust. How about trust? Trust is in short supply. I trust that Rob Schmidt will not change his, you know, his take. He will not change his, his uh, position on things. He's going to stay a solid conservative. That's what I love about it. That's what I love about it. So uh, court uh, arguments began Tuesday in Colorado, case seeking to prevent uh, Donald Trump from appearing on the ballot in 2024. A week-long hearing began with presiding Judge Sarah Wallace denying a motion by Trump's legal team that she step aside due to her past donation to a liberal group uh, working to keep Trump off the ballot, along with donations to many Democrat candidates for office. The Colorado District Judge appointed in 2022 by Democrat Governor Jared Polis previously denied a motion by Trump in the Colorado GOP to throw the case out. Trump never engaged in an insurrection. Yesterday, they played a doctored tape of January the 6th. Then they, they completely edited out, go peacefully. These SLBs, I'll just call them bastards, will not get away with this. They're going to start a fight. They're going to start something. I think they want to start something, but it's not going to end well for those in power. I'm going to tell you that right now. This is an ad that uh, Tucker Carlson uh, unwittingly made for Trump. Listen to this. Millions of Americans sincerely love Donald Trump. Why? They love him in spite of everything they've heard. They Why do they want to keep him off the ballot? Of him, often in spite of himself. They love Donald Trump because no one else loves them. The country they built, the country their ancestors fought for over hundreds of years, has left them to die in their unfashionable little towns mocked and despised by the sneering halfwits with finance degrees but no actual skills who seem to run everything all of a sudden. That's why they want him off the ballot. Whatever Donald Trump's faults, he is better than the rest of the people in charge. At least he doesn't hate them for their weakness. Donald Trump, in other words, is and has always been a living indictment of the people who run this country. That was true four years ago, when Trump came out of nowhere to win the presidency. And it's every bit as true right now. Trump rose because they failed. Yeah. 
And that's why so many people are coming out to his rallies. And that's why he's ahead of the GOP field by 40 points. That's why, kids. That's why. And they're going to do everything they can to keep him off the ballot. And uh, you know what? We're not going to let that happen, are we? No. Dinesh D'Souza's got a new movie out, if you haven't seen it. It's about the police state. We'll talk to him. This is The Rob Carson Show. On Instagram... Congressman Troy Nels says, I'm honored to announce I'll be serving as a fact witness for President Trump's defense in the 14th Amendment removal sham trial in Colorado. I was at the doors January the 6th face-to-face with protesters, and I know firsthand there was no insurrection. The FBI admitted that to Newsweek also that same year, by the way. This sham trial is clear. Election interference has no uh, basis. In fact, I look forward to providing my eyewitness account of that. Hopefully it'll be heard by this judge who appears to be pretty much uh, in bed with the Biden administration. Joining us is a man who has become uh, legendary for uh, freedom of speech and exposing of truth. Dinesh D'Souza came up with an incredible movie a couple years ago called 2000 Mules, where he exposed, by using a little bit of footwork, uh, a little bit of cell phone uh, information technology, and he discovered that thousands of of, uh, uh, ballots in uh, different states, particularly Georgia, uh, had been deposited uh, by uh, by multiple operatives into tra- into uh, into ballot boxes that were unmanned uh, and of course he was rejected because it was all disinformation and information disinformation and misinformation right except for the thing is the FBI used that same technology to go after January the 6th uh, insurrectionists people who are uh, in the Capitol or around the Capitol on January the 6th so there's that he's got a new book it is called police state and he is on the phone with us on the Newsmax hotline Dinesh D'Souza welcome to the show and a happy Halloween to you, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, if I may just offer a minor correction, it's not a book but a movie. There's a new documentary film, and it's called Police State, and it's available book? now for Did I say- DVD. That, that was, a, I, I apologize, I know it's a movie, I've seen the movie, uh, and I apologize for saying it was a book. I Pardon me for saying that, sir, I did not mean to uh, say that. Uh, you, uh, you did the online debut of the movie on Friday, right? Yeah, we had a virtual premiere last Friday. It was in the theaters earlier in the week, just packed out, rave reviews. So now we're kind of excited to make it easily available to people. It's on multiple platforms. We're also selling DVDs. And if I might mention, the, the website is just policestatefilm.net, policestatefilm.net. I uh, will uh, certainly promote that because I think everybody needs to see your film, sir. This is uh, this cuts very close to me, uh, Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, on October 31st of 2018, I was on a series of conservative pages, 29 in total, 17 million followers, uh, and they were all uh, uh, built by a man named Terry Littlepage, who who built a network spending about a half a million dollars of his own money. All of those pages disappeared October the 30th. First, without explanation. Uh, the same thing happened to me with my Facebook page the day after the 2020 election before I could make a post. And I realized then that my freedom of expression was not free anymore. 
Uh, social media was working with the mainstream media. The now we know the Biden administration is literally working to suppress censorship, to to suppress speech, to censor everything on social media. Uh, this uh, this case of the brought by the two attorneys general from Missouri and, and Louisiana being brought by the Supreme Court. Do you suppose that we're making some headway not only with your exposition of this uh, overreach of the federal government, also by this case, particularly regarding? First Amendment going to the Supreme Court. Yeah, there's, you know, that's the thing about a film like this is it encompasses really everything that's going on. Biden corruption ties into it. The attempt to keep Trump off the ballot, that ties into it. The multiple indictments against Trump, I mean, what could be a more classic police state tactic than to go after the leader of the opposition party? Yes. Censorship. So, you know, for me, I've been in the country now since 1978. I came as a teenager, and I was exhilarated by America's freedom and opportunity, but also these kind of basic unalienable rights, the founders called them. They're right there in the Bill of Rights. And, and when we fast forward now a generation, I realize that all these rights, freedom of speech, freedom of conscience, freedom of assembly, um, the um, equal rights and equal justice under the law, all of this has become endangered. And, um, and, and in fact, many of the characteristics of police states around the world are now visible in the United States. I uh, also saw that um, uh, a new report coming out that the FBI uh, has worked with the DOJ to uh, censor the Hunter Biden laptop story, uh, which could be considered, I mean, should be, it is, it was electioneering, it was uh, it was taking part in election. 2016, they, the FBI uh, got rid of all of the evidence of Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Global Foundation. When you moved to America, I would assume that you saw a shining beacon on a hill. Can you believe that this country has become this? And, and how long do you suppose uh, this has been going on? Did this really accelerate with uh, Obama and the White House? You know, I think that the roots of the police state, and we tell this story, I think, very well in the movie, goes back to the aftermath of 9-11, when a lot of people, me included, said we've got to give the federal government all these new powers of surveillance, and so on. Why? Because they need to use them to go after these Islamic terrorists who are trying to kill us. Now, little did we know, fast forward uh, to the Obama years, that these exact same powers would then be remaneuvered, would be turned around, and now applied to Republicans and conservatives and patriots and Christians. So this is a very ugly turn, uh, the weaponization of the police agencies of government by the left and by the Democratic Party. Well, yeah, we have uh, we have political prisoners right now. We have a uh, you know we've seen the, the apparently the rise of uh, anti-Semitism with this BDS movement that I always kind of figured was an anti-Semitic uh, uh, movement, but it turns out it is, and it's in Camp I around the country. Uh, you know, after nine eleven, we were so terrified of uh, of you know the, the federal government immediately thought the worst of America. They thought that Americans would go, oh, we got to kill all. Well, they're Muslims, but we didn't, did we, Dinesh? We did not, and the overcorrection allowed, you know, the BDS movement to grow into what I would consider a worse situation than we were in before 9/11. What are your thoughts on that? Well, look at the way, look at the way the U.S. government completely missed these Hamas attacks. Uh, with today's technology, and given the resources of our police agencies, the idea that they would absolutely have no idea this was coming, it really shows you that their eye was not 
on the ball. They were looking elsewhere. They were looking at some grandmom who strolled into the Capitol on January 6th for 10 minutes and looked around and walked back out. So Christopher Ray, Merrick Garland, they have said publicly that their main focus is what they call domestic extremism. So they're using the powers of the police state really to go after their political opponents. It's really a horrifying idea. It began under Obama, but it has escalated dramatically under Biden. Uh, you, so basically, you're saying the DOJ and the FBI, which we all know, they go after political enemies, not our real enemies, while allowing our real enemies to flourish. That's what they've managed to do. It is really, we are, they are, the FBI is uh, the Stasi. Uh, they're going and they're raiding uh, homes of uh, CRT parents. Uh, they're 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 tracking uh, uh, plate numbers at uh, at uh, meetings of of council of uh, of school boards. They are kicking down the doors with armed agents going after people who who like a man who uh, uh, whose son was assaulted by an elderly man out in front of an abortion clinic. Going after Christians and all of this. Uh, do you do you suppose that uh, we are having an impact by exposing all of this? Do you suppose that uh, that things are beginning to change with regard to uh, this government, or do you think we still, well, obviously we have a long way to go. Well, that's the point of a film, is it can go beyond uh, a narrative. You know, when you're telling someone this is happening, they're a little skeptical. We've never really had this kind of a police state in America. People tend to think of police states in the form of a Stalin overcoat or a Hitler mustache. So they're like, it can't happen here. It can't happen to me. I'm not Trump. I didn't go inside the Capitol on January 6th. I pay my taxes, so I'm okay. The beauty of a film is that what you can do, and this is what I do, is I have a lot of ordinary people going about their normal lives, and they come face-to-face with the, the police state, and they experience what Orwell calls the boot stamping on the human face. And so when you show this to people, you bring it up close, they realize, you know what, things have gotten far worse than we suspected, uh, and we could be next. We could be on some list, and it's not that as if you have to commit some spectacular crime. Once they put you on the list, they will figure out something that you did and get you for it. Let me ask you this, Dinesh D'Souza. Again, the movie is called Police State. Uh, the uh, website is policestate.net if you want to watch this. I think it's important if you feel like you've been censored, if you feel like the this government is out of control, and it is. It is out of control. You need to educate yourself with this movie. You did 10, 2,000 Mules a couple years ago. Uh, back then, your movie was being censored. It, it, you were being censored in every shape, way, shape, or form. Everything they said about 2,000 Mules, you used the same evidence the FBI used against January the 6th protesters, right? How has that changed since Elon Musk took over Twitter, since Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger were grilled before Congress? Has it, has it changed at all with the release of this movie versus 2,000 Mules? Well, number one, uh, I do think that uh, Elon Musk has really opened up a, a free speech space at X, at the old Twitter. Um, interestingly, that seems to have had no impact on YouTube or Facebook or Google. Those remain as relentlessly censorship platforms as they, as they were before. Um, now, in theory, the police state is not a banned topic in the same way that election fraud is. And yet we are, even with this film, encountering obstacles all over the place. I mean, all my earlier films I was able to sell at Walmart, but Walmart won't sell this film. 
uh, Amazon won't let us sell our DVDs on Amazon. Wow. I mean, think about it. There's unbelievable no fact check on this film. No one's claiming that one iota of this film is inaccurate. A lot of it, as I say, is either whistleblowers and uh, people talking about how the police state is organized, also ordinary citizens describing their own experience. And so the very fact that it's difficult to function just to be able to you know, sell the streaming rights and selling DVDs shows that we have to navigate kind of a difficult road. So again, net. that's the website. It's kind of the one-stop shop to get streaming and also to get DVDs. Dinesh D'Souza, I thank you for, uh, for joining me, and I appreciate what you're doing. Um, how have the last, I don't know, five or six years of your life uh now versus then how has your life changed because of what you've discovered about our government about the 2020 election uh what what are your thoughts now uh as a as a person uh in living in the united states with what has happened to our country well you know for most of my career i was very much of a uh, an immigrant who would make the case the moral case for america one of the titles of my earlier books what's so great about america and there you go but it's clear that we have seen a gangsterization of our politics it's clear that we have seen that the kind of corruption that we see you know habitually in other countries is now present in the united states and at the very highest level it seems that institutions that were previously considered trustworthy. I mean, who would think like you'd have to worry about the information coming out of the CDC, the people with like the lab coats? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, these are trusted agencies of government that have betrayed that trust. And so in many ways, I now feel I'm in, in a kind of vertigo. I'm reluctant to say America is not a free society. But on the other hand, I'm, I'm very hard pressed to say that it is. I appreciate you joining us today, Dinesh, and you have a spot on this show whenever you need it. I'll just tell you that now. I'm a huge fan of yours and have been for a long time. PoliceStateFilm.net. PoliceStateFilm.net. If you want to stream the movie, do it tonight. Maybe you get, you're watching The Door. You know, got a few trick-or-treaters. Be a good time. Otherwise, order the DVD. Uh, but Dinesh D'Souza, thanks for being on the show, and, and God bless you. One other question, Dinesh D'Souza. What is in your candy bowl tonight for Halloween? What will you be giving the kids? <laughs> well, you know, I'd like to say I'd be, I'd be handing out candy. We're actually going to jump on a plane to head to Florida. We have our red carpet premiere tomorrow. So, right. um, so I will be, uh, I will be on, uh, on the road for Halloween. But you know what? To me, Halloween is scary, but it's kind of make-believe. This yeah, film yeah, yeah. is scary, but it's, it's the real thing, I'm afraid. <laughs> All right, Dinesh D'Souza. Now, who's going to be at the premiere tomorrow? I know. You know, I, I actually don't know. We are obviously hoping that know. President Trump will be there. But as you know, this is a guy who right now is under the sort of legal, so many legal shackles in so many different places. He seems to be doing little other than bopping from one courtroom to the next. Yeah. Well, I wish you the very best. Safe travels and good luck with the uh, the red carpet premiere. PoliceStateFilm.net. Dinesh D'Souza, have a glorious weekend. Uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. All right, let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. More Americans over 75 are working than ever, and they're probably having more fun than you. That's a new headline uh, in the news today. I'm the, where is this, from the AP? Yeah. I really, 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 are they really happy, or are they just uh, having to work to death?
you know, unlike uh, Diane Feinstein, she, uh, you know, she was worked to death, but she did so happily. You maybe not so much. Maybe it's time to, uh, I don't know, diversify your uh, investments, diversify your, uh, I don't know why that music just played. Was that in my head or yours? Yeah, there you go. Anyway, there you go. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> you need to diversify your portfolio. Keep yourself from working yourself to death. Maybe you're relying on your house right now. I don't know if that's such a good idea. We'll see. Maybe we'll, I think we'll get out of this eventually. Right now is not a good time to sell. Maybe you need to take some of that. Uh, maybe you got a little cash on the side. Maybe a little 401k you want to cash in. Or, uh, you know, a little bit of one. Go to Swiss America. Invest in precious metals. Learn about this. Just, just learn for now, okay? Get their secret war on cash. It's a terrific pamphlet. It'll tell you all you need to know about what's going on with the currency, how they're trying to digitize it and all that. Why all these bank branches, like, I don't know, Fifth, Third, shuttering 19 branches. Citizen Bank closing seven. PNC, three this week. Yeah, it's happening all over the country. What happens when your bank branch is gone? What happens when the government digitizes your currency and says, oh, you can't spend money on that? you got to have an electric car. Here's a number for Swiss America. Write this down, okay? You owe it to yourself to write down this number and learn. 800-289-2646. 800-289-2646. And you just mentioned my name, Carson. They will give it to you free. Or you can go to SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. That is SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Carson, that is what you need to know. And uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and play, since it is Halloween, another Halloween piece of comedy about Hunter Biden's laptop. The FBI lied and covered up to throw an election. I saw Hunter Biden get another pass. Got another pass. That laptop they won't open. 80,000 emails. While Donald Trump, they continue to harass. For anything they're groping They're trying to distract from it though Ahoo Where's Hunter's laptop? Ahoo Nice The FBI has had it for three years The content they have sat on Protecting Hunter and the big guy <laughs> The rule of law they've spat on. Here it comes. Ah Where's Hunter's laptop? Nice. Ah Uh-huh. He's a crack smoking gent. Son of the president. <laughs> Lately his paintings have been selling. Oh yeah, that's true. Hunter has no craft. Man, it's all just craft. I tell you, he's a felon. Ah, ooh, yeah. Where's Hunter's laptop? There you go. Ah, yep, 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 yep. I, uh, I'm still standing by my uh, prediction that Joe Biden won't be the candidate. They got this guy out of Minnesota. Uh, you know, uh, no chance at all. I'm trying to figure out why. Well, I already know why. There are no polls. Now that uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is independent, where are the polls featuring a head-to-head Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Robert Kennedy? Why is that? Why is that? It's because Robert Kennedy Jr. is getting about 20% of the vote. And Joe Biden will get stomped into the mud because of Robert Kennedy Jr. Because nobody is going to leave Donald Trump. And if you don't believe me, uh, there's a new Iowa poll 
that says exactly that. And there are a lot of people who are saying, oh, you know what, if, 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 if all of the Republican challengers to Trump drop out and leave one, they'll all go there. That's not the case. I've got details on that coming up, and this is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's twchealth slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. The World Wide Web. This is the Rob Carson Show. And this, my friends, is the final hour of the Rob Carson Show on this day. Happy Halloween, everybody. I think we're going to be hanging in the driveway tonight. My wife has got one of those little solo stove thingies. They're like really popular. They're a, they're a uh, stove you can throw some. Uh, you know what it is? It's a solo stove. It's a little uh, fire pit like that you can you can have anywhere except for indoors. Don't do it indoors. So we're gonna have the solo stove going there. We're gonna have the candy out there, and and uh, we're gonna be handing out full size candy bars to the good kids and fun size for everybody else. That's what we're gonna do. I might have to replenish it today because I. Uh, I kind of went to town on the candy this year. I don't know what the hell the deal was. When you stop drinking, you just sweets suddenly become your deal. And uh, yeah, I ate a few. Of, I ate a whole Kit Kat yesterday. What the hell? It's, you know, really, honestly. You ever notice that candy commercials are always geared to adults? You ever notice that? I mean, who honestly, as an adult, goes, "Oh, I need a hundred thousand dollar bar." I mean, really, as an adult, you really? I mean, candy's good, but. <laughs> It's like Count Chocula. Do you still eat Count Chocula as an adult? You know, really? really? Whatever. Candy's still good. I love candy. Candy's completely empty calories, but it's just delicious. <laughs> I used to say, if dessert were made of meat, I would eat dessert. Now I can't not say, <laughs> I can't stop when I start eating a dessert. So I can't have it around. It's like potato chips. It's like really good potato chips. Can't have them. All right, let's talk about stuff. Uh, results are that really matter are in in an Iowa poll. Trump supporters are locked in with backing the ex-president. DeSantis voters would splinter the most if he dropped out. Okay, I told you this. And, and again, this is not meaning to slight your choice as for the president if it's not Donald Trump. All right? Uh, I express my opinion. Uh, my opinion is, uh, you know, right a lot of the times. Uh, occasionally wrong, but my gut has told me, because I know this in my heart, Trump voters are not going to leave Donald Trump because they feel like Donald Trump should be the president now. And that hasn't changed. 
despite all of the, you can't say that because it's misinformation. You can't say that. You can't say that masks are bad. You can't say that the Hunter Biden laptop was not was not disinformation. You can't say that D- Donald Trump didn't uh, work with the Russians to throw the election. All lies. But they're not giving up and they're not leaving him. They, they aren't. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. So it's not, it's never been a fair fight for the other candidates. It never has been. They've done, you know, their level best. They've tried. It's not the same election year. It's not. The world is upside down. 2016, Hillary Clinton tried to steal the election with the FBI. The FBI, the legal counsel, left after she lost, went to Twitter to work, then censored All of the information negative about Joe and Hunter Biden on all social media, the government did it. They shut down social media. They shut down the mainstream media. They declared anything that disagreed with the government disinformation. That's why people aren't leaving Trump. Because we are righteously pissed. And we want retribution. You can't say that. Yeah, I can. We want retribution. I want people to pay for telling us we couldn't go to church and we couldn't assemble and we couldn't have a business and our children couldn't go to school and we couldn't say anything about how awful Black Lives Matter is and we couldn't do anything about the summer of 2020 and the destruction we saw. We damn hell, yes, we want retribution. And it's not just about getting Donald Trump in office. It's about putting people in jail. There you go. Sometimes I'm told by my boss you need to bring down your temperature. Uh, there are times I need to bring it up. There you go. And I, and I want to be an angry host. You don't want to listen to an angry host. I have a hard time listening to some shows anymore because it is so. Mm, I get it. I know the crisis we're in. I just don't need a panic button every time I turn on the TV. All right. So anyway, the results are in. Former President Donald Trump not only leading the Republican field in Iowa, he is backed by supporters who express more certitude than, than, than his leading opponents. One key metric inside the Des Moines Register poll reveals how rock solid his support has become. 41% of those polled say, that, say their mind is made up, with 54% saying they still could never be persuaded against Trump. So that indicates that most Iowans are still around for a favorite candidate 10 weeks before the Iowa caucuses. Trump supporters, 63% said their mind is made up. 37% maybe could be persuaded. Then you've got the other candidates. Not so much. Not so much. Nikki Haley supporters, 26% said their mind is made up. 74% said they could be persuaded. Ron DeSantis, whose numbers have been dropping, 30% say their mind is made up. They'll stick with him. 70% said they cannot be persuaded. Trump has amassed a 27-point lead over his closest rivals in Iowa and 40-plus percent in other states around the country, including the states that are considered to be battleground states. Here's NBC uh, realizing there's nothing that you can do to get people to not vote for Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, and then also let's not forget the four fake indictments, the 91 counts, the attempt to gag order Donald Trump, the attempt to remove him from the ballot. Everybody gets it. They're trying to take away the choice that Americans want, and we're not going to stand for it. There's this tendency, I think, of people to think of this race as Trump and non-Trump, and that if only the non-Trump side could condense 
they'd all coalesce behind one it's candidate. Not gonna happen. And that would give Trump a, a real run for his money. Uh, I think one thing keep worth keeping in mind here, the 16% of DeSantis supporters we have here, we asked in this poll, if DeSantis isn't in the race, who would your second choice be? And actually, by a 14-point margin, they chose Trump over Nikki Haley. Huh. So if a, if a DeSantis were to drop <laughs> out, that 16 is not yes. just getting tacked on yes. to Haley's number. Actually, more of it would go to Trump than would go to Haley. And, and that's true to varying degrees with these other candidates, too. So that consolidation idea you hear some Trump opponents uh, uh, spout, not sure the numbers we're seeing in this poll back that up. Yeah, and it's because the old guard GOP is dead. It's dead. DOA done, dead. Donald Trump changed everything from the rule of governance. He went to Washington, D.C. and did what he said he was going to do. He was beholden to no one. He lost $1 billion. And they have been hounding him and harassing him and persecuting him. And you, by the way, you've been called a mega fascist enemy of democracy. What has that done? It's made you say, okay, if that's what the left wants to call me, I will embrace it. I will hug it. And I will name it George. Oh, and by the way, bleep you. There you go. I think I pretty much nailed it. America First Legal Foundation revealed the Biden White House was involved in the Mar-a-Lago raid. Told ya. Yeah. That uh, the NARA misled Congress. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, National Archives and Records Administrator Office of the Inspector General to obtain records related to the Biden White House special access request for President Trump's records located at Mar-a-Lago. August 8th, 2022, the FBI conducted an unprecedented raid of Mar-a-Lago on the ground that potentially classified records were there. Or as Joe Scarborough said, nuclear secrets. Derp, derp. Right, right, right. Faithful sidekick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sounded just like that. According to press reports, Biden administration aides were stunned to hear of this development. Sure. Yeah. Uh, narrow records obtained through America First Legal's investigation into the circumstances surrounding the Mar-a-Lago raid confirmed the FBI obtained access to these records through a special access request from the Biden White House on behalf of the DOJ. They're trying to throw the election. This is third world dictatorial bullcrap. It appears that the Biden White House and DOJ coordinated to obtain the Trump records and perhaps create a pretext for the law enforcement raid by way of a special access request. For example, acting archivist Deborah Wall told Representative Mike Turner on August 16, 2022, the day Elvis died, by the way, in 1977, that NARA had been involved in the DOJ investigation or any searches that it has concluded. This stunning revelation suggests that NARA was misleading Congress about the White House's role in the shocking raid of Donald Trump's home. Show me the man, I'll show you the crime. That's what this is. According to America First Legal, they're demanding NARA turnover records related to the Biden White House's involvement in the politically motivated raid of his home. 
statement from Reed Rubenstein, Senior Director, uh, Counselor and Director of Oversight and Investigations. Quote, the evidence suggests that the ostensibly nonpartisan National Archives and Records Administration misled Congress about the White House's responsibility for the FBI's raid of Donald Trump's home. The, the evidence further suggests that Biden officials in the executive office of the president and the Department of Justice unlawfully abused their power and then lied to the American people. This government, it seems, acknowledges no limits on its power to harass, intimidate, and silence its political opponents. This while special counsel Jack Smith demands stricter sanctions on the gag order of Donald Trump. They're trying to shut him up so he can just be punished, just be persecuted, and not be able to defend himself. And this is not going to end well for those in power. It's not going to end well for those in power. It's not. I'm just saying they will be not in power much longer. That's what I'm going to tell you. So... Now we know that the White House was directly involved. They said, eh, go ahead and uh, raid Mar-a-Lago, see what you got in there. And what did the FBI do? The great FBI, the vaunted FBI. Beyond reproach, the FBI. They sent about 40 agents to Mar-a-Lago with assault rifles, full battle gear. They landed by sea and by land. They told Alina Haba, Trump's lawyer, turn off all the security cameras turn off all the security cameras and they forced her to stand outside for five hours while they went to town searching the bedrooms, Barron's room, Melania's stuff, laying out uh, folders that said classified right next to uh, Trump magazine covers and memorabilia. That's how sick it is. That's how sick our FBI is. They are the Stasi. Sorry, you know, there are agents in the field, and thank you, God, for the 40 agents who've come forward with evidence of, of illegality by Joe Biden that were summarily rejected. But there are people who take these orders and fulfill the commands, even though they know what they're doing is unlawful. So I defend most of the agents of the FBI, but when it comes to this sort of despotism, some people have to say yes to the marketing orders. I never thought it would happen in our country. I never thought this would happen. But it has. There are a group of individuals in this country who are being targeted by our DOJ because of their political beliefs. I never thought that would happen here. But it is as bad as any third world hellhole you've ever imagined. It really is sickening. It really is. And I'm just uh, done with it. I'm done with this. I'm done with this nonsense on campus, this anti-Semitism. It's time for the adults to come back in charge. And, and we've got to come together as a country. That means Democrats and Republicans. That means people who love America need to come together to save her. Not arrest your political opponent. We don't do that. We don't want that. Bring it at the ballot box. Let's, let's argue. When what this is, this with Donald Trump, the raid of Mar-a-Lago, the attempt to silence him, the four indictments and all of that, that is totalitarian bullcrap. And if you're behind it, honestly, go frickin' live in Cuba because it ain't going to fly here. All right. So coming up, going to lighten up a little bit. Did you realize the EV that you may be considering purchasing? Oh, the gas is going to cost you about $17 a gallon, all told. We're going to share the details on the other side of this. This is The Rob Carson Show. Happy Halloween. 
<laughs> I went to Spirit Halloween yesterday. It's one of those Halloween pop-up stores in the, you know, like uh, uh, Circuit Cities that I went out of business. <laughs> The best buy locations. You got the Halloween Express, and what's the other one? There's uh, Spirit and Halloween Express, and it was it was insane yesterday, and it looked like The Walking Dead because people were standing all the way to the back of the store in line, and they started to look like zombies. <laughs> so anyway, there yesterday, I was looking for a pilgrim hat. I know for my TV show, and I, I got in there. First of all, they didn't have a pilgrim hat, and second of all, I was like, well, thank God they didn't have a pilgrim hat because I'd have to stand in line. Hey, let's talk about EVs. Because they're for posers. Here's Jim Gossett. It's Kermit. not that easy going green. No, it's not. It's sad. Before you know it, we'll have $10 gasoline. That's what they'd like, or more. And stupid windmills that don't work. They kill a lot of birds. Bird shooter. The left has gone berserk. Derp, derp, derp. It's not easy going green when you have to pay through the nose for an EV. Yeah, you got to put a coexist bumper sticker on the rear bumper religious. And stuff. ten grand for a battery. Farms not arms. Arms are for hugging. Biden and the piece of crap won't start. Not in cold weather. But green is what you gotta be. Enterprise, that's the enemy. <laughs> Fake climate change is what they'll use to bring us down. Oh, they're trying to. When green is all there is to be. Yeah. What will become of you and me? Compost. <laughs> we'll be living in a great depression. Because of going green. There you go, Jim Gossett, ladies and gentlemen, right there. So, Newsmax has this new uh, study out. Texas Public Policy Foundation received uh, contributions from uh, oil giants uh, Exxon and Chevron. But, yeah, whatever. Anyway, they found out the, uh, the hidden costs of an electric vehicle. Which some allege equates to uh, well a dollar twenty one a gallon if you're an EV fan. It's actually more like seventeen dollars a gallon. In their paper, overcharged expectations unmasking the true cost of electric vehicles. The study's authors uh, ostensibly argue that while the direct cost of fueling up to an EV owner may appear low, the real costs and considerations add up more significantly. EV advocates claim that the cost of electricity for EV owners is one twenty one a gallon. The charge of charging equipment, charging law. Losses average over 10 years, 120,000 miles, uh, comes out to about $17.33 per gallon. Oh, and by the way, uh, there's a good chance that your EV is being uh, fueled by fossil fuels. If you live in the Kansas City area and you drive an EV and you think you're awesome and everything, uh, south of town there's a giant coal-fired plant. Same goes with Omaha, OPPD. I know because I live there. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it, so you're actually creating a middleman. By going with the EV, you just you could just go ahead and you know burn fossil fuel, you'd be fine. You're literally creating an environmental mess to avoid, uh, you know, whatever, and you're using fossil fuels to do it. That's how stupid it is. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. 
So uh, the conservative estimate, the average EV accrues $48,000 in subsidies, $4,500 in extra charging, and electricity costs over 10 years period for a total cost of $53,000 or $16 per gallon of gas. Without increased and sustained governmental favors, EVs will remain more expensive for years to come. And... I've got some more news about the the big uh, auto manufacturers who are saying, we're done. We are out. We are tapping out on EVs. And then also, um, uh, you know, uh, Piers Morgan did an interview with a, uh, a climate leftist. And uh, the climate leftist is very, very similar to the uh, pro-Palestinian leftists. They're cowards. Around ...the major sporting events and things that people love. Let me tell you why. Because there's a moral cowardice at the heart of what you do. It's a bit like Greta no, Thunberg. Doesn't take Greta Thunberg, you never see her in Beijing ranting away about the Chinese government. It's not even cowardice. though the worst polluters in the world are the Chinese. So the people causing the real damage on pollution, none of your protesters have the gumption <laughs> or the moral guts to go and wreck the lives of those people in those countries because you know what would happen. You pick on the easy places who are doing the most to try and combat it and in the process you you piss off the entire country. Yeah, it's like what they're doing on college campuses around our country. They're saying, oh yeah, we're LGBTQIA for Palestine. Well, in Palestine, they'd be thrown from buildings. So you suggest, okay, uh, loudmouth, why don't you go over there and uh, hug a Palestinian or Hamas member and see how uh, welcome you are there. You can do it over here because you're not afraid. Because you're allowed to do that. Over there, not so much. Coming up, the uh, auto companies who are saying no. And then also, the cost of migrants in New York City to taxpayers is astonishing. EV skeptic Toyota says people are finally waking up to the reality of electric vehicles. And, and uh, you know, I sold Toyotas. I had to sell cars. I'm really glad I sold Toyotas. And I'm not just meaning to make this an ad for Toyota. There's a lot of good cars out there. But Toyota got it. Uh, former CEO uh, Akio Toyota. Yeah, I know his name. Told reporters in uh, Japan this week the waning demand for electric vehicles is a sign that people are waking up to the reality that EVs aren't the silver bullet against the uh, supposed ills of carbon emissions they're often made out to be. People are seeing the reality of it. Mr. Toyota is a long uh, skeptic of full steam ahead adoption of EVs. He stepped down his role as CEO this year amid criticism that he wasn't serious, uh, serious enough about pushing the company into a quick adoption of battery electric cars. That'll destroy the company. They won't do it. So Honda and General Motors announced on Wednesday they were scrapping $5 billion plan to develop EVs together. GM said on uh, Tuesday it was slowing down its electrification strategy because nobody wants to buy the cars uh, because they're crap. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, who has uh, been helping the Biden administration push EVs onto electric drivers, recently acknowledges some of their drawbacks, saying he had trouble finding reliable EV charging stations. His admissions came as the federal uh, agency he helms announced a $100 million in funding for EV charging stations. Don't buy an EV. It's a giant FU to the government. Yeah, that's what I say. Don't buy one. Screw them. Uh, it's ridiculous. I mean, if you decide you want one, you can. And listen, there are some practical uses, I guess, for an EV. 
I've told you that. But if you want a car that's dependable in cold weather, if you want a car that you know you're going to take off-road, I mean, if you, if you buy an EV Jeep, you're an idiot. All right, if you buy an EV Hummer, you're an idiot. You really are. You're just a moron. Because you can't charge up in the middle of nowhere unless you take a gas generator with you. So anyway, uh, Ford becomes the latest automaker to postpone its $12 billion EV investment after saying customers are unwilling to pay a premium for Inco cars. Why would you pay more for a car that performs less? Ford's got to postpone $12 million bucks of investment. The new plan will see construction pause on some of the company's EV factories, including a battery plant in Kentucky. Uh, its executives noted during the fourth quarter uh, earnings call on Thursday, uh, they lost uh, $1.3 million. The Ford Model E EV unit lost that much money. This week, Honda and GM, they're pushing back on there. So they can't make any money. And then there's this. There are these Rivian trucks. I think they're made around here because I see these Rivian trucks. A, they're ugly. They've got a face on them that looks stupid. Their headlights look like sad ghost eyes. I mean, have you seen them? They're an ugly truck. They're worthless. You can't haul anything in them. Well, a few years ago, I remember when, remember when Mercury, Lincoln Mercury, sorry, I, had to, I did that and I didn't want to do the cough buttons over there. Anyway, I don't have a cough button. I have a board that I have to pot it down. Anyway, so they, they came up with this uh, this luxury Lincoln pickup truck. Remember that? It had like a lined bed and all that. They sold a thousand of them because no matter what they did, nobody wanted them because they were impractical and stupid. Nobody wants a luxury pickup truck. I mean, you could have like a, a Tundra uh, 1794 edition. You can have a Ford uh, F-150 Platinum and all that. Get that. But ultimately, if it's just... If you just have the pickup bed there for nothing, what's the point in having a pickup bed? All right? John Podesta assemble, uh, uh, assembled with Rivian, that's the name of the pickup truck maker, automotive uh, CEO R.J. Scaringe and his team of, the co- of his company's lobbyists. Podesta is the energy czar, quiet, a uh, clean energy czar, assembled with the head of the uh, company that relies on heavy taxpayer handouts and has been floundering since its inception because their trucks are ugly and worthless. Yeah, there you go. So according to records, Podesta privately met with Rivian Automotive CEO, the company's senior policy advisor, Chris Nevers, which is, for me, my mantra when it comes to getting an EV. It's senior public policy manager, blah, blah, blah. It's unclear what Rivian officials discussed with Podesta, and both the company and White House didn't respond. Uh, Pedestra has the uh, largest slush fund unappropriated probably in American history. As soon as the uh, Inflation Reduction Act passed, he had his hands on all that money. So it makes sense that Rivian and other failing green energy companies are knocking on Pedestra's door. Don't buy an EV. As long as this government is involved with it, don't buy it. EVs were the original cars. Jay Leno has an, an EV from before 1900. And then the left always says, well, the reason why EVs, the reason why they got rid of them is because of big oil. Oh, no, no, no. No, <clears throat> it's because they're worthless. They always have been. They've always been uh, worthless. Uh, that's why you keep your batteries in the refrigerator. Do you know why you keep your batteries in the refrigerator? Because it slows down the process of creating energy, the chemical reaction. <clears throat> what happens when your car is in cold weather? Oh, yeah. Yeah, worthless. They're discovering this in a northern uh, part of the country. It's school buses, completely worthless with electric batteries. And the batteries weigh the, as much as two cars. It's a joke. 
It's it's going to, I told you, it's going to implode, and it's doing it. Okay. So, New Yorkers, do you know how badly you're getting screwed? Any idea how badly you're getting screwed? And I think this is a real tragedy. For people who did not vote Democrat in New York City, I'm sad for you. Migrants in New York uh, City, hotels and shelters are costing $5 billion. Eye-watering contracts show $140 million being spent on security. $45 million on asylum. Applications, $7 million on laundry. All that has to be done is shut the friggin' southern border down. But, of course, the idiots in charge of these cities, including Eric Adams, and if you don't believe he's an idiot, listen to him talk. They've ushered this in, and rather than giving the hard line telling Joe Biden, stop that, they just want more federal money to make their constituents and the the residents of these cities and states miserable. They don't care about your misery. All they care about is they get some of that sweet, sweet money, and they're paying off their friends in spades. It's ridiculous. Listen, New York City has signed 200 eye-watering emergency contracts totaling over $5 billion to house and care for migrants, paying as much as $140 million for security, $45 million in legal aid services, $7 million in laundry. 120,000 uh, migrants have entered the city in 18 months. Think about the cost per person that is taking. They're being put up with uh, money uh, from humanitarian emergency response and relief centers across five boroughs in hotels, landmarks, former schools, parking lots, sports offices, office buildings, and even dorms. The biggest contract is with the Hotel Association of New York, which represents at least 100 of the more than 140 hotels being used as shelters. The contract had an original price tag of $237 million, but the city extended it until August 2026, where the costs go up to $1.37 billion. The contract does not include all the hotels the city is using as shelters. The city hall is paying a wide range of rates for the room from 120 a night to 400, leading to concerns that taxpayers are not getting the best possible deal. Well, no bleep, Sherlock. The Roosevelt Hotel in Midtown Manhattan is now a total piece of crap. Yeah, it's the new Ellis Island. It houses 3,000 immigrant seekers. Uh, the city has leased the hotel from its owners for $20, $220 million. You could tear the building down and rebuild it for that. You're getting screwed, guys. I would be so hacked. The Holiday Inn in the Financial District charged around 110 a night for a room and only expected to be 70% full, but the city guaranteed full occupancy at $200 a night. Uh, laundry services, $7 million. New York City pays about uh, $0.99 cents a pound for the laundry of homeless shelters, uh, twice that. Well, actually, a buck fifty a pound for the migrant shelters. There you go. Yeah, you're getting hosed. New York's council is now carrying out an audit into how $432 million no-bid contract was handed to medical form DocGo, which has been accused of mistreating migrants and having little experience in caring, caring for asylum seekers. Hell, the previous first lady of New York got a billion dollars to tackle the mental health crisis in New York City. They don't know where the money went. New Yorkers, that's your money. That's your money. Then, of course, there's that tent. They put up a tent in a park. Randall's Island Youth Soccer Field. $20 million a month for a couple of tents. That's $22,000 per illegal to sleep in a tent in a park in New York. 
it's just like COVID. It's a massive shakedown. It's a massive payback with COVID, a half a trillion dollars in misappropriated money, uh, embezzlement, fraud, all of that. Unbelievable. This is uh, uh, Senator John Kennedy talking about the border with uh, Secretary Salazar about what's and I just I'm playing this because of what John Kennedy said because he's just brilliant. Either President Biden and his team believe in open borders, or the people that the president has put in charge of the immigration policy for this country are not qualified to manage a food truck. And nobody's that incompetent. You you folks believe in open borders, don't you? Sir, I think we believe in secure borders. You don't even know how many people have come in illegally since President Biden has been president. You're a former senior advisor to the vice president of the United States, Mr. Salazar, and you can't even give me a number. No, sir. That's like going to an oncologist and asking him what's cancer. And he says, I don't know. Give. All right. Now, here's the deal. I'm tired of these congressional hearings where nobody knows anything. If you show up to a congressional hearing and you don't know anything, you need to be fired. We've never gotten any satisfaction from any of these damned hearings, unless they were Republican uh, hearings, maybe with Matt Taibbi, Michael Schellenberger, the Twitter files, things like that. But by and large, when you bring people like Alexander, Alejandro Mayorkas, you're going to get nothing. They're going to lie to you. I'm done with it. I'm really done. The FBI, Chris Ray, didn't know anything. Nobody knows nothing. And the corruption keeps on going. This is Mike Johnson, who is now the Speaker of the House, and by the way, he kicks ass. This is him grilling Alejandro Mayorkas. This is why I'm glad he's the new Speaker. We have the frustrating responsibility on this committee of providing oversight of your agency, but I have to be honest and tell you, I'm not sure exactly what you do at the Department of Homeland Security other than great harm. You created the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency, CISA, which is a division of, 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 your, of DHS. And it's one of the Biden administration agencies that colluded with and coerced the social media companies to censor Americans' protected free speech yeah, online. Yeah. That's specifically detailed in a 155-page court opinion that came out of the federal court in Louisiana in the landmark litigation of Missouri v. Biden. Have you read that court opinion? Which has gone to the Supreme Court. Uh, Congressman, uh, I have not. And... Um, uh, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency does not censor speech. Okay, well, that's the- yes, Master. Yes, Master. My name is my name is is Mayorkas. I'm here to serve my master. Court found otherwise, and it's really curious to me. Actually, it's quite alarming that you haven't read the opinion. Yeah, because yeah. your agency is listed in this opinion. I have to find the precious. The court said it involves the most massive attack against free speech in United States history. And you're telling me this opinion issued July 4th has not reached your desk? No one's briefed you on it? Oh, I have been briefed on the Missouri litigation. Okay, but you haven't taken the time to read it yet. Congressman, um... Hey, I'm just done. Shut up. Uh, impeach, hey, Lou. Bye-bye. Impeach, 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 impeach. Biden administration has temporarily been stopped from removing Texas's border barriers. Why would they do that? Unless they're precipitating the fall of America. Federal judges halted the Biden administration's move to prevent Texas from securing the southern border. I'd say if I were the governor, Greg Abbott, I'd say screw you and do whatever it took, including putting National Guard, and I could give a rat's behind what this government does about it. Bring it. That's what I got to say. 
Texas has spalled uh, razor wire and uh, other barriers to prevent illegals from flooding the country. And a new judge has said that uh, uh, the Biden administration cannot cut those wires and cannot get in the way of Texas defending its border. Go for it. Meanwhile, Venezuela's worst gangsters have crossed in the United States illegally and are unleashing chaos in Dallas, Chicago, and Miami with fearful residents say they've had tires slash windows shot out in retribution for reporting them to cops. We told you that they were emptying the prisons in Venezuela, and Joe Biden said, come on in. While Joe Biden is enriching Nicolas Maduro, the communist leader of Venezuela, to stay in power. It's intentional, guys. We have enemies of the people and the country in our federal government. And if you don't understand that by now, then please get out of the way while we fix it. Okay? There you go. Let's take a break. I've got some good news on the other side of the break to wrap up the show. In the meantime, uh, we'll be right back. This is The Rob Carson Show. I just want to remind you that Newsmax is expanding with Newsmax Plus. All the great shows, Greta Van Susteren, Rob Schmidt, Greg Kelly, Eric Bolling, Rob Carson's What in the World? <clears throat> also analysis from uh, Mike Huckabee, Dick Morris, Alan Dershowitz, Carrie Lake, many others. Nobody covers Trump like Newsmax. And all you got to do is go online and look up NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. And, uh, and then you start your free trial. It just takes minutes. Uh, if you've ever considered uh, a new service like this, this is the first from Newsmax. And Newsmax is a name you can trust. So I hope you'll try it. Newsmaxplus.com. Okay. All right. Ouija boards and other attempts to contact the dead should be avoided because angels, demons, and spirits and souls do exist. And they can impact your life. An exorcist priest warns this holiday season. Um, the Ouija board's made by a company called Hasbro. So, unless they, I don't know, on the manufacturing floor, uh, behead chickens and dance around with rooster blood all over. I'm not too worried about it because it's a toy. Anyway, uh, we too often forget there's much more in the world than meets the eye. I agree. Fran Rehill, a priest at the Diocese of Nashville, Rehill was training in exorcism, in performing exorcisms at the Antenio Pontificio Regina apostolorium in rome i know it's a surprise that's in rome the alentino pontifico regina us anyway was installed uh, the same year as a resident exorcist in nashville so possession occurs when a demon takes physical possession of a person's body and makes us use its faculties like my daughter when she was two Woo! you see the end of uh, the incredibles when jack jack the head catches on fire that's the way my daughter was <clears throat> possession of usually intermittent, almost never an interrupting possession of a person's body. The priest warned that using Ouija, Ouija boards could result in real-world consequences such as falling victim to demonic possession. Okay, that's fine. And you know what else is bullcrap? Uh, tarot cards. They're bullcrap, too. You ever seen people who are into tarot cards? You wouldn't hang out with them. You wouldn't. No, you know, because it's uh, nonsense. Demon possession? I uh, uh, Yeah, I'm sure. Sure. I think I've kind of seen it. <laughs> mm. Anyway, uh, as far as, uh, as Ouija boards, this is what the priest says. He says Ouija boards should not be viewed in the same way as a typical board game. Although Monopoly, I've seen people react. It's a lot worse than, than you know, like a demon. Well, you got hotels there. I'm not going to pay rent. You know, that kind of thing. 
Although it is advertised as a game, it is far from, rather it is a form of divination. I had no idea. Uh, there you go. I, I don't know. I, we, I, did I, we ever have a Ouija board? I don't think we ever did a Ouija board. I think it's kind of stupid. It's, uh, it's dated. Uh, Jenga. We played Jenga. Yeah. Jenga and uh, catchphrase. Those are our, our favorites um, that we like. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to think of something I can say before the end of the show. You know what? I think that's about going to do it. I, I got a story about uh, bad grammar. Can include uh, mixing up tenses uh, within a sentence, confusing the singular and plural, using a negative, de- uh, 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 double negative, or misusing a comma. And apparently, bad grammar, grammar is so maddening it activates the fight or flight response with the human body. I do that. I'm a grammar Nazi. If I see misspelling or whatever, I will literally. If somebody like writes me to say some trolly awful thing, I just pick apart their grammar and leave it there. So it's like, Rob Carson, you suck, and do this and that and this and that. I'll go, you know what, you, ought to, you use the wrong verb tense there, and if you're going to communicate with me, you got to learn how to do so. That's what I do. That's what I do. All right, that's going to do it. Let's go ahead and take a break and uh, come back, wrap things up. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show. If you want to check out the podcast, please do. It's the entire show broken into two segments, very easily uh, digestible. Just go to Newsmax.com slash listen. Newsmax.com slash listen. God bless you guys. God bless Israel. Happy Halloween. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. See you then.